Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba, Bogman, and the Welsh. The On Deck Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck Podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. You won't regret it because they tweet out all kinds of cool stuff, including a chance to win some free merch. Eventually, we'll start hitting home runs again, I promise. Um, you can also download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store because you, you won't regret that either because you can get all the tools you need in the palm of your hand to build your winning DFS lineups. It's been sharp. It's been on point. So I recommend checking that out as well. You can find myself on Twitter at BD Hendrick and my co-host tonight. He was on with me about a week ago or so. Um, you can find him on, not on Twitter, but he's uh, at Lionstar Tyler. Tyler, how we doing, man? I'm well. How are you guys? Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for being able to to join me on a kind of short notice today. I appreciate it. So um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be another fun one. And, you know, why not have you join me for a full 15 games? It's going to be another wild one for us. Yep, that's... Uh... It seems like Bogman only wants me to come in on those ones. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> it's, he's like, yeah, I'm going to take this one off. It's, we've, we've been doing seven, eight, and nine game slates. We're going to just give, give Tyler the 15 games. <laughs> and then when you know we, people don't get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff, we start talking before the show, and Tyler looks at the pitch and goes, oh, my goodness. I'm like, yeah, it gets better. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be an absolute joy of a slate we have on tap here. But crazy, crazy Thursday night for a little quick recap. Uh, everybody that was chalky went off pretty much. So that's, that's the quickest recap I can give you. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. you nailed it right there. <laughs> J-Ram J had three stolen bases. If that tells you anything, you need to know. So that's, but, uh, yeah. I, I said something in the chat when he only had one hit, and I'm like, he's going to break the slate with one hit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because I, I don't know what he was on FanDuel on DraftKings where I play. He was like 27% on in my mm -hmm. tournaments. And so he went off. Scherzer was 54% in my tournaments. Yeah. He went off. Sale was almost 40%. He went off. So you just uh -huh. start going through the motions here. It was a pretty thick night out there. But Totally. Uh, we'll see what happens. We're not going to waste too much more time, though, because we got 15 games to get to on this slate. So we will start things off, Tyler. We'll start things off in Pittsburgh with the St. Louis Cardinals at the Pittsburgh Pirates. We have J.A. Happ versus Dylan Peters, over-under of nine on this one. Hap is 8K on DraftKings. He's 81 on FanDuel. Peters is 62 and 74. Hap has pitched really well against Pittsburgh his last two times. Do you dare go back to him a third time? Nope. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, it's tough. It's like part of me looks at the rest of the slate and goes, eh. but then I'm like, yeah, no, no, I, I just stick to my guns. Like I always fade Patrick Corbin. That worked out for people on Thursday. Just, just keep, keep to your guns and see what happens. Like, I always say the the Pirates' offense is bad, but it's better than you think. They put up eleven runs on Thursday, so like anything's possible. I don't yeah. expect eleven runs on Friday, but you never know. So it's um, it's definitely better than most think. They you know they're a little sneaky, but Hap at eight thousand is pretty much at his ceiling. Like mm -hmm. his ceiling now is you know twenty four points or so, and it's like without having any upside to that, like I just can't do it. Yeah, 100% with you. With that being said, what bats are you interested in on this slate? Uh, in this game, yeah. I will take either side. Um, 
it's a nine over under. It's one of the higher ones on the slate. So I definitely do like this game. Um, and it seems like both bats are kind of heating up or maybe it's just because they're playing each other. <laughs> yeah, it could be as well. I, I think the Cardinals are very live once again. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Goldie's been on such a tear and then he kind of had a dud on Thursday. So I have no problem going right back to Goldie on, uh, oh, I, and cause Bogman picked him yesterday. It's pretty much guaranteed. Oh, yeah. That's the way it's going lately. People like I tweeted it out. Devers went deep today. So that's just how it goes. Yep. Earlier in the season, I was joking with Humphreys just saying game after tilt. Like you just yep. have to play whoever you yep. went with. <laughs> yep. If you just play Bogman myself and either Humphrey or Rollins, picks the day after you'll probably get at least two home runs if not three every time <laughs> probably so it's pretty much locked in right about now so yeah I, I got no problem going back to the cardinals against peters who i don't see doing too much in this game let alone lasting long in this game and um you can always attack hap i think guys like uh, switch it and brian reynolds gets overlooked in these games so uh I, mm-hmm. there's a little bit to like in this one for sure uh chavez if he plays again he's cheap and hitting pretty well Yep, yep. He's leading off usually against lefties too. So yep. that is a big plus, big plus, super cheap with you on that one. All right, let's go to Philadelphia. Arizona Diamondbacks, Philadelphia Phillies, Tyler Widener versus Aaron Nola over under eight and a half on this one. Nola's 10-2 on DK, 10,000 on FanDuel. You got Widener at 73 and 66. Widener has been better of late, still not confident in using him in this game. But Nola, I think we got to go there, Tyler. I think we have to tonight. I mean, agreed. It's one you're playing going against Arizona. He has a 30% K rate. You know, his FIP is in the low threes. It's There's nothing not to like. Yeah, I'm with you. And in Arizona in the month of August, they're striking out over 28% of the Divers righties. Like, I know their bats have kind of heated up over the last week or so, but I'll take my chances because even if they get a few runs against him, he's going to strike out probably eight plus in this game, barring something crazy happening. And that's going to get you tons of points. What, what bats do you like? Are you going with any Philly bats versus Widener? Uh, yeah, I I can go with some Philly bats. Um, they've cooled down a little bit recently. And then uh, did I see Hoskins on the IL again? Huh? Out for the season, they announced after that, like like a couple hours after he went on the IL, out for the season, have surgery. Ouch. Yes. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, McCutcheon's been kind of playing day to day. He's kind of banged up, so it's it's a weird lineup right now. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, DD against the righty, maybe. Uh, you can always go Harper. Mm-hmm. McCutcheon's been in and out of the lineup so much. I don't know if he's going to go. A guy like uh, Brad Miller could be interesting. With with Hoskins yes. out, Miller could play a ton. So he could be kind of one of those. He's a guy that can do absolutely nothing or hit three home runs. That's very true. So he's interesting. Uh-huh. You know, Philly Philly's one looking at this lineup a little more that maybe a small stack, but yeah. I'm not putting much in into Philly. It's hard to go all in because it's a super inconsistent lineup. Even day to day, what it looks like, let alone produces, is inconsistent. So it's it's really tough to decide how you want to attack that on a 15 game slate with some awesome spots. Not sure I'm going to force it either. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not forcing it, but we can force it here if we feel like it. Tampa Bay at Baltimore over under ten and a half between Shane McClanahan. And Matt Harvey, McClanahan is 10-7 on DK, the highest price pitcher there. And he's 10-5 on FanDuel, the second highest price pitcher there. Harvey's 54 and 62. Honestly, you look at the pricing on this slate, I think McClanahan's going to have like very, very low ownership because of who's priced next to on this slate. Mm-hmm. That that kind of gets my attention in a tournament. 
It's absolutely interesting. I mean, not only that, he's going against Baltimore, who strikes out a lot. McCallahan can strike people out himself. So, I mean, you can definitely go there's a little leverage on uh, on the field. The only thing with that is when you're going this, you know, similar priced, high priced guys, it's like you're really banking on this guy beating them by five plus points. Yep. And if it's if you don't beat them by that much, it's not worth it. You know, you might as well have just taken the chalk with everybody. Yep, that that's the hard part. So it's like, I guess the way I'd say it, if you're in those big tournaments, like multi-entering tournaments, much more applicable there. In mm-hmm. your smaller tournaments, probably just eat the chalk and get different with the bats. Is the way I would say. Yeah, I agree. go that route. Um, and we'll we'll kind of I'll, I'll ask you some comparison questions once we talk about all these guys. But um, the big three up top, it's a very interesting debate, I think. With that being said, uh, Tampa Bay versus Matt Harvey. I know Harvey's kind of been better of late, but it's still Matt Harvey. It's still Camden Yards, and Brandon Lau's going to take him deep tonight, isn't he? I want all of Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard. It's going to be the Boston Red Sox of Thursday night turned Friday. It it absolutely will be. The the one thing, like, <laughs> I mean, Tampa's favored minus 235. Like, yeah. they're massive favors on a, favorites on a 10.5 over-under. You'd have to imagine um, their team totals probably like seven. Yeah, let's. <laughs> like, I don't know if those are out yet. The source I use doesn't have them out yet. But if you're just thinking out loud because they're such a big favorite over under ten and a half, they got to be close to seven. Give or I'm, I'm trying. Uh, they're at five point eight. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So they're giving they're giving Baltimore a chance here. Yeah, which is interesting with McGowan being so expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the and the uh, overall like. Minus two thirty eight, you would expect it to be a little farther gap there. So, yeah. quite interesting. Um, which bats from Balt or from Tampa Bay are you looking at besides Brandon Lau? Uh, Franco's been so hot. His ownership has not got that high either. So, I definitely will be going there. Um, Kiermaier's cheap and at the end of the lineup. He's interesting against righty. Yep, I'm with you, Brett Phillips as well. Like, yeah, I, I like the idea of like a Kiermaier Phillips Lau. Franco, like just wraparound stack that kind of intrigues mm-hmm. intrigues me. I know a lot of people use Wendell. I don't mind him. If you're paying attention on DraftKings, Nelson Cruz is first base eligible and not outfield tonight. So have fun there. That's a nice <laughs> little tweak in the action. Um, he'll be popular. Like Cruz, Meadows, those guys will be popular. So I think if you just kind of avoid those two and take some of the other chalk, it's kind of your way to go on this one because it's going to be a very popular stack as a whole. And if you're on DraftKings and you need a catcher, Mejia is a cheap one that's intriguing as well. I will throw that one out there. Agreed. All right. That do you have any interest in Baltimore against McClanahan? Or I, I'm not, and I usually no. love, I love Baltimore, as people know. So I but I'm not doing it. I I don't have interest there. You know, if McCallahan was going to be really expensive, then maybe or sorry, really high owned, then maybe, yeah. but without ownership going there, not getting the leverage, there's no reason to really take that chance. Yep, hundred percent with you on that one. All right, let's head to New York. We have the Nationals at the Mets in this one. Rich Hill, Paulo Espino. Oh, boy. Rich Hill is 68 on DK, 72 on Fandle. Espino is 64 and 6K. This looks like a – it's really bad because the Mets' bats are so cold, and Espino's a massive pitch-to-contact guy, so it's hard to stack the Mets, but I want a lot of nationals in this one. Just stacking against Dick Mountain, huh? Yep, yep. Big Dick Mountain. It's going to be a fun one, I'm telling you. Um, and you get some value because guys like Lane Thomas will be leading off, and he's like 2,200 on both sides. Yeah. So that's always a great starting point. Um, yeah, Victor Robles is actually 
semi-productive. Escobar's there, but mainly guys like Soto. I don't care if he's facing a lefty. doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. And then um, Bell or Zimmerman at first is quite intriguing as well. Agreed. Hernandez has been cheap too and has been hitting pretty well. It is lefty on lefty, but I mean, we're talking Rich Hill here, so I'm not that scared about it. We're talking about like four innings maybe. So maybe yeah. hopefully Dave Martinez sees that and goes, yeah, we'll let the kid face him once. No big deal. <laughs> um, and similar to the Tampa Bay thing, if you're stacking Washington, yeah. Riley Adams is an outstanding punt catcher at 2200 on DK. Like that mm-hmm. kid can rake and no one ever rosters him. He's basically free. So Enjoy that one while you can. Let's head to Cleveland where the onslaught took place on Thursday and it might be reversed onslaught on Friday. We have Boston at Cleveland. Eduardo Rodriguez versus Logan Allen. Erod is 94 on DK, 88 on FanDuel. Allen is $4,700. and four, He's not even priced on FanDuel yet. Um, I can't do it even though he's that cheap. It's like Usually that kind of intrigues me. I still can't do it. Boston is in another smash spot tonight. What does a... F- a uh, FIP of 12.29, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that we should stack Boston <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and how po- the question I have for you then is, how popular is Bobby Dahlbeck going to be tonight? Oh, man. I he, He's got to be so expensive. Or so not expensive, uh, popular. Yeah. I he's mean, so, he's so what cheap. are you put up? 43. His price is at 33. 100 for tomorrow righty lefty yeah everybody's gonna be there yep everyone's gonna be there it's gonna be the usual suspects but like sadly i think hunter renfro is still gonna be gone on bereavement leave like back-to-back great options for him yeah. they got kiki hernandez is always interesting keep an eye on bogarts he was out with a wrist kind of messing around with them yep but uh yeah the big boys are all gonna be there and it's gonna be a allen's not gonna be long for that game and that indian's bullpen is not good so agreed do you have any interest in Eduardo Rodriguez on this game, though? Uh, you know, I've I liked him all season. He just hasn't been pitching very well lately. Um, walks are bothering him again. Yep. You know, it's if he's able to keep that down, then he has that K upside. But uh, but without the without the or with the walks giving him trouble, I don't know if I can go there, or at least that very much of him. Yeah, I want a little bit just because we know what he can do. And this Cleveland offense, like we talked about before the show, I know a lot of people are in the same boat we were. They stacked them like every night this week, and they finally came through on Thursday. So we know how hot and cold this offense can be, mm-hmm. and they strike out a lot. So mm-hmm. like Erod, we've seen him give up four runs and still strike out nine and put up 20-plus points. Like He can be productive. So I'm intrigued at 94 if you want to save some cash on the guys up top. But I get it. If you Do you feel like stacking against him, or are you just going to kind of avoid Cleveland? I'll probably kind of avoid Cleveland. I would expect their ownership to be a little bit higher than it should be, probably, just because they went nuts again mm-hmm. last night or tonight. Um, so I'm probably just kind of avoiding both with having a very little bit of Erod. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Toronto at Detroit. Steven Matz, Matt Manning over under nine and a half on this one. Matt's 82 on DK, 8,000 on FanDuel. Manning, 58 and 6,000. I'm um, not taking either pitcher. You have interest in either one? Man, pitching is so bad on this. Horrible, state. horrible. <laughs> Just eat the chalk and be different with the bats. It's the best I can say. Yeah. Uh, I say stack it up. Yeah, stack it up. Give me all of Toronto. 
yeah, all of Toronto is very good. The one piece I'll remind people to play because they never do. And with a righty on the mound, please play Corey Dickerson because he's basically free. Mm-hmm. Um, do that. That'll make your lineup different already. But I will also say I want Detroit. This is one of those ones on this slate. This is where you can get different with your bats. The, uh, in the month of August, they are like second in all of baseball against left-handed pitching. They are destroying left-handed pitching. It's it's crazy what they're doing. And they just took it to Matt's his last time out, and I don't see that changing this time around. So if you want to be different, get some Detroit Tiger bats in your lineup. So. Agreed. And, I mean, stacking them allows you to get to two high-priced pitchers too. Yeah, and it's one of those things. It's like when I always say be different, like when I talk about Pittsburgh or Baltimore. So Baltimore sometimes different, but those kind of bad teams, you don't have to go like six-man stacks or five-man stacks. Go like two to three guys. Just that little tweak is all you need. So um, do that. But Robbie Grossman has been red hot. He'd probably be one of my main focuses. Jonathan Scope versus a lefty because no one rosters him because he's expensive. And um, yeah, if you want to go some candy, man, I don't hate it. Gaz Cameron's back too. So they have yep. some cheap pieces that you can kind of mix and match and uh, see where you want to go. All right. San Francisco Giants, after sweeping the Mets, head to Atlanta, who somehow had two days off in a row, which is absolutely like the gift of the gods this time of the year. Um, and uh, we got a good matchup here. Kevin Gossman supposed to be coming off the COVID IL. He had side effects from the vaccine going up against Max Freed. Gossman is 99 on DK. He is not priced on Fandle because they do not believe he's going to pitch. Max Freed's 87 on DK. He's 96 on Fandle. That $8,700 is going to be quite intriguing tonight, Tyler. I was going to say you're going to not like me because I like Freed. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think I'm hoping – see, this is where it's going to be interesting because I'm wondering if people have figured out the Giants' offense is actually decent and they don't go to Freed or they realize how good Freed actually is and they all go to Freed. That's where I'm curious to see what happens. I think people are figuring out that they're a good offense. Yeah. So, so if, you can, if you can get free to low ownership, I think he's a phenomenal play on Friday. Absolutely. I really do. Yeah. Um, and with this Giants offense, just watching them a lot lately, they did most of their damage against the bullpens. And all of last week, they didn't really hit much at all. They're kind of in a funk right now. So I would have no mm-hmm. problem going that direction. Um, any interest in bats? It just seems like a game I just want to like Atlanta's priced up a ton tonight. Yeah. I uh, are you on a Gosman? I I don't know what to do with him yet. Like I want to. I think he'll go virtually unowned because everyone does like Atlanta because I get it. Um with the side effects from the vaccine, I know they wouldn't throw him until he's healthy, but at the same time, I remember when the Astros did that with Lance McCullers and he had the shakes the whole time. So I'm kind of nervous on using Gosman. Yeah, the side effects don't bother me too much because I mean He's been labeled out all week, yeah. so it's like five days for the side He should effect, be fine, which, you would think. Which is a while. Um, it's just that he's been shaky lately for me. Yeah, he has. It was my concern going into the year with him. Uh, everyone loved him, and I said, yeah, he's great, but when you rely on your splitter as much as he does, that's a pitch that can be very hard to keep consistent at times. Mm-hmm. And when he relies on his fastball, it is a batting practice fastball. So <laughs> yeah. that is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I want to use Gossman at the same time. I don't think I want to stack Atlanta either. Yep. That makes sense. So it'll be interesting. Again, 15 games. I don't think I need to go forcing it everywhere on this one. Nope. Houston at Texas. We can definitely go from here and do some damage, though. There's no total yet because we have a debut coming for the Texas Rangers. Glenn Otto making his debut, going up against Jake Odorizzi. Now, if you want to talk chalk tonight, Tyler. Jake Odorizzi, $6,700 on DraftKings. He's 77 on FanDuel, 
Otto's 53 on DraftKings, no price on FanDuel. I always fade Jake Odorizzi. I can't wait to see him be like 30-plus percent owned against Texas at $6,700. There's zero chance I'm taking him. Yeah, I'm going to actually – this is going to make me play some Texas bats is what it's going to do. If he he is (laughs) super high-owned, I am there with you. Yeah, in my head right now as we record, I figure it's at least 20-plus if not – like 30 is tough on 15 games. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be in the 20s because we've seen in recent weeks, it doesn't matter who's pitching. Like Eric Fetty was chalked the other night against against Miami. And then so like Miami and Texas, people are just – they're just using the pitchers. And when they're cheap yeah. like this, they're using them all the time. So. Yeah, I mean, and he's had a couple decent games lately. Like yeah. people see it and want to go there. I, I won't touch it. I nope. mean <laughs> – his fifth ERA makes it look like he's been getting lucky too. Oh yeah, no, a lot of the, the peripherals do. Then right. you watch him actually pitch, and you're like, yeah, you're not that good. <laughs> you're really not. A professional baseball team will will get to you more often than not. Is the way Absolutely. I see it. And the Texas Rangers, as much as we like fun of them, they still are a professional baseball team. So um, the the three guys I would circle right now, barring something tra- strange, is Andy Abanos, who's hitting very well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, DJ Peters, who's dirt cheap and went deep on Thursday, and Nathaniel Lowe. Not sure why he changed his name to Nathaniel, but maybe he got knighted. I don't know. But um, that would be my three pack, and you can do whatever you want with any lineup after that. So yeah. Any other t- any other Rangers interest you? Because <laughs> I know it's tough to stomach reading that lineup. I uh, I mean, always go back to Adolis Garcia. Yeah. You know he's he's starting to hit well again, and it is righty on righty, but I. I don't care. He's cheap enough and hitting the heart, of, the heart of that order. Yep. Don't hate that one either. Flip side, Glenn Otto. I looked into him a little bit before the show. It was weird. Um, he's had he's pitched well in his last few starts at AAA. Mm-hmm. Overall on the season, tons of strikeouts. Um, it's the Houston Astros, and it's his debut. I think I want Houston bats. Yes. My thing with him – is I looked into him a little bit too, and he doesn't give up many home runs. That is very true. I did notice that as well. And he has decent control, it looks like. So you tell me we're playing him on DraftKings? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't I know if I, I feel that. I thought that's where we were going with that. I was like, oh, are we getting dicey here? 5,300. Woo. Um, I mean, if I had to play a cheap guy, I would rather go here than Arduizzi. I don't I don't hate that because the thing with 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 auto you can play him you can play one of the top guys and you can probably get whatever expensive stack you want. Yeah. Um the one thing that does worry me is that it looks like most of his starts recently are like mid 70s pitches. Yeah. So he probably doesn't have a super long leash and he's I mean a, he's been efficient in the minors. Yeah, but and the Houston Astros does work. such a good job at seeing pitches. Was, yeah, that, that was, they, they worked the count so good. Yeah. So it's tough. Like I want to see – I always like watching the Astros lose. That's always fun. But um, I don't know if I can stomach it at $5,300. Yeah. So, no. so I still I, – I just want. I think Kyle Tucker is way too cheap. I'm going to say that mm-hmm. much. He's way too cheap on this slate. And Jordan Alvarez is seeing everything right now. So he's a pay-up spot I'd never mind using. For me, the Astros are a spot where if ownership's going there tomorrow, I won't be. Yeah, I don't blame you there. 100%. Um, if nobody's there, then yes, I will have some. 
you know, they're in a good enough spot where they could could uh, put up some runs on the board. Yep, I'm with you on that one. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. That's why I love uh, I love looking at ownership because you can get real different and real quick in baseball because it's such a variant sport. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, Battle of Chicago, Keegan Thompson, Dallas Keuchel, over under of nine. Right now, if you're in Vegas, take the over on that one. Um, I'm not using either pitch. I'm not even going to go over the prices. Are you interested in either? Like, do you want to go Keuchel versus the Cubs? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get it. It's the Cubs, but they 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 hit over the last – they were hitting a little bit this past week. The thing is that it's a 15-game slate. Yep. And Keuchel probably maxes out around 16 to 18. And I just don't know if that's going to be enough to get you there. Yeah, after what we saw on Thursday night, it's not going to be enough to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> and with all these bad pitchers, it's probably not going to be enough to get you there. Yep. That's that's the scary part. Um, I think the White Sox are one of my favorite stacks tonight. Like Keegan Thompson, he is the definition of pitch to contact, which means he'll be short to the game and you get a lot of bullpen. Mm-hmm. So I love the White Sox tonight. Yeah, White Sox are in a great spot. Any uh, particular bats you are looking with with the White Sox, or are you just kind of going with the flow? I, uh, I mean, I wish Keegan was a lefty. Yeah, that would just be insane. Uh, I'll go Goodwin for sure. Abreu, Eloy, you know, usual suspects, and then probably sprinkle in some of the uh, back end of the order guys just to get a little cheap yeah i'm with you like timmy anderson's back but I, if i have to start with three guys i want lou bob eloy and abreu i know they're expensive but they're all swinging ridiculously hot bats right now and they're gonna be very popular so you're gonna have to get different elsewhere but yeah. i just i find it hard to pass up on those three the way they're swinging it right now um chicago side though i will say if you want to like frank schwindel for cheap or some of these right-handed bats they have mm-hmm. i don't hate it because keichel's been a mess lately so I could see it being interesting, but I want to focus on the White Sox. Agreed. All right. Milwaukee at Minnesota on this one. Eric Lauer, Andrew Albers is making a start. Wow. What a time to be alive. Over under nine and a half. Lauer is 9K on DraftKings, 8K on FanDuel. Albers is 55 on FanDuel, 6K on DraftKings. Are you going to Eric Lauer on this one? On FanDuel's price isn't bad, actually. There's no way I'm going for him on DraftKings. Not 9K. No. But 8K on Fandle's interesting, maybe. No, I still can't get there with the one-pitcher site. Like, yeah. There's too many better options. All right. With that being said, are we stacking against Albers, or are we getting some Minnesota bats? They're really cheap. Uh, I will stack against uh, Albers for sure. Yeah, Milwaukee's one- had a couple tough uh, matchups lately, but, I mean, they've been hot for weeks on end, it seems like. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, keep an eye on Willie Adamas. He's missed the last three games with a calf injury. So that's a big bummer. But if he's out, I mean, all that means Luis Urias is in, which is cheap. Yep. So that's good. You got Abby Garcia. Um, any other Milwaukee Brewers of interest in your stacks? Uh, Yellick's been starting to actually swing the bat. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, he's a little interesting to me. Yeah, I saw a wonderful tweet today with one of those fancy fan graphs, graphs uh, showing his launch angle all of a sudden is, is improving again. His ground ball rate's going down just like he did in his MVP season. So maybe yeah. something's 
uh, switched for like a September run coming up here. We'll see. And his price is finally in the fours. Thank goodness, because for a while there it got a little crazy. Yeah, little crazy. But um, let's go to Anaheim, San Diego at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. No total on this one as we got Joe Musgrove going up against, looks like Phil Naughton. I'm not kidding. I said this earlier. This is the third different pitcher I've seen DraftKings have for Anaheim tonight. So I don't know who they're throwing yet. It's, it's a crapshoot. Betting sites don't have them up. Fan doesn't have them up. We know Musgrove's yeah, going. I checked MLB.com too, and they still had TBD. So Yeah. Uh, Musgrove's 96 on DK, 92 on FanDuel. Are you interested in going with Musgrove versus that Angels offense? I am. Nice, nice. Tell me why. Because people are – like I'm not disagreeing with you, but people are going to be kind of cautious after watching them go off in Baltimore, not realizing they're not in Baltimore. It's like Toto are not in Kansas anymore. I, It's that that outside of Otani, that lineup really is not that dangerous. Yeah. Um, okay. It's – you know, like they they got to beat you just singling you to death, and that's not going to happen with Musgrove. No. I don't think. No, no, I think Musgrove is in a pretty good spot. Probably one of your better cash game options on the slate because it's such a messy slate of pitching. So, I think I think that's a very very good look there. The San Diego offense has been a, a mess as well. Are you interested? I, but we don't know who they're pitching, but I'm guessing it's a bullpen game or a minor leaguer making his debut. So it's going to be likely a good situation for San Diego. Are you interested in giving them a shot on the slate, or are you just like, you know what, I'm going to go elsewhere? Uh, I am interested in giving them a, a shot. I mean, we have a couple guys that are, you know, pretty cheap with Myers and Nola and Hosmer. So you can use a, you can get a stack, you know, fairly cheap with some hitters that are really quality just because they've been slumping a little bit. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Two guys that I love using with the in San Diego. Um, because most always go Machado Tatis. I get yeah. it. Um, I like going with Cronenworth and Grisham because I usually hit like four, five, or five, six or something. Yep. And they're, they're cheap. Drink. Yep. They're cheap. And what do they do? They drive in Tatis and Machado or something. And so it's, I think they're kind of ones that get forgotten about. And I like those ones quite a bit. And I love the Myers call, especially two of the three pitchers I've seen mentioned are left handed. So yeah. that's a great spot for Myers to obviously go to. So I'm with you there if that's the case. Mm-hmm. All right. Going to Oakland somehow was a an offensive explosion on Thursday night between the Yankees and the A's when it looked like it maybe well I guess it Caprillion and Tyon weren't too surprised we will be supply, surprised on Friday Garrett Cole Sean Manaya over under of eight on this one Cole is ten five on DK priced less than McClanahan but he's eleven two on Fanduel priced more than McClanahan you got Manaya who is eighty four on DK eighty six on Fanduel Manaya has been good for this year but he's kind of struggled of late. Um, I'm not going to use Manaya, but how much Garrett Cole do you want? I'll definitely have some Garrett Cole. Yeah, uh, Oakland bats did wake up a little bit tonight, or yeah, tonight. But um, I'll definitely still have some Cole. Uh, what are your thoughts on Manaya? I never Manaya, and sometimes that's a detriment of mine, but. To me, he's a guy that has to locate. I've watched him pitch enough times that if he's not locating, he's not fooling a lot of people. And mm-hmm. um, with this Yankees lineup, it's not like you know you're facing the Mariners where it's three guys you have to worry about and you can kind of screw up for six other guys. Uh, you can't do that against the Yankees. Yeah. So I love a Yankee stack, especially on DraftKings where like Luke Voigt's cheap, 
somehow Giancarlo Stanton's only forty one hundred dollars on DraftKings. I have no idea. I, I think they screwed up. It was supposed to be fifty one, and they left it at forty one. Um, so I, I I don't stack Yankees often because most people in the, like that play stack the Yankees because that's just popular. Yeah, but it's hard to avoid tonight. Yeah, I pretty much never stack them, and I yeah. love picking on them with pitchers because they strike out a lot. Yep, I'm with you there. Like, and that's where the angle. Like again, it kind of goes back to some earlier pitchers we talked about. If you're doing like a multi-entering tournament, I could totally see the appeal of Manaya. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I can't. I usually just play like three maxes, so I won't have any Manaya at all. Yeah. But uh, what's your interest in potentially using some Yankees tonight? Because it is a pretty guy, nice spot. Yeah, I mean, Gian Carlos way too cheap. Obviously, he's he's going to be super expensive at that, should, or super he, he high should, owned on he that. He should be. Price. Yeah, he should be for sure. Yeah. But I um, mean, you can go him and Lemayhu and either Gallo or Judge, and it's a pretty cheap three person stack. Yeah, it's not too bad. Like they've the Yankees have had so many guys in and out of the lineup that they haven't had them all expensive yet. So yeah. that's the other reason why they're usually pretty popular. So that's again, it's like you said with the Astros, though. If like we see ownership and they're going to be popular, I won't have any at all. Totally. So we'll have to wait and see. But if you're playing cash, play Giancarlo at that price tag. <laughs> that's all I have to say. That's For just, sure. Because everyone else is going to. So you're going to really cry when he does something. Yeah. Uh, two, two more games on this slate to wrap things up. Before we get to that, make sure you guys go to iTunes and give a wonderful rating review. As I always say, it's five stars. If you do five stars, you can give all the constructive criticism you want. But it's got to be five stars. And then um, also go to the YouTube channel to watch this wonderful podcast um, on the Line Star YouTube channel. Give it a subscribe and a thumbs up and share it with your friends. We'd really, really appreciate it. Two more games. Colorado at the Los Angeles Dodgers. We have Kyle Freeland. We know that much for Colorado. He's 7K on DK, 68 on Fandle. I've seen um, Mitch White, but then apparently he pitched two nights ago in AAA, so that's not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Andre Jackson right now who threw uh, four shutout innings his last time out in the spot start. was pretty good. Who knows who it's going to be? But mm-hmm. um, are you interested in pitchers in this game, or is it bats or nothing at all? Um, I mean, I'm not going Colorado on the road. Mm-hmm. I just try and stay away from that as much as possible. Uh, the Dodgers bats, I don't have a problem going to. They're good. Freeland's been pitching pretty well lately, but yeah. – uh, I still think it's the Dodgers. Yeah, Freeland's been sneaky good. So it's the old line, the Dodgers you can use any night because they can hit anybody. So mm-hmm. I, I'm with you there. And Betts is back. Betts is back. Yeah, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner. Like, they're getting healthy. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's kind of scary what they can put out there right now. And uh, they to me, it feels like since they made the trades and guys have been banged up, they really haven't gone on like a crazy offensive binge yet like they had for a while there. So I feel like that's coming sooner than later. And they're just going to start clicking. It's going to be terrifying as a Giants fan. So um, if you want to go with them, sure. I'm not attacking <laughs> Freeland, but I totally, I totally get it. Last game of the evening, Kansas City at Seattle. We have no total on this one either. We have Logan Gilbert versus Chris Bubich. Uh, Bubich is 65 on DK. He's 83 on FanDuel. Gilbert is 77 on DK, 8,000 on FanDuel. The caveat I'll say is on DK... I can see Bubich as an SP2 if you need to. Otherwise, I love bats in this game. Yeah, uh, Gilbert's really fallen off in Big the time. last few Big starts, time. but he uh, <laughs> he's good, man. No, he's very good. Like I've I've rostered him so many times, season long, DFS, you name it. 
I, I'm wondering if he if the league's got the scouting report on him and now he's got to come back and fix his pitch mix or if he's kind of getting burnt out because the season's getting longer than he's used to. That's what I'm I got. Wondering. I got so lucky in a season-long trade. Somebody offered me Hatter um, for him and Rendon before Rendon was out for the year. Literally, the, I like I took the trade the next week. Rendon was out for the year, and then Gilbert just totally fell off. <laughs> uh, yeah, you lucked out in a big, big way right there. Yeah. Big, big way. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you going to use Gilbert tonight? Uh, you know, I might have a little bit of him. Um, his K rate on the season is like 26%. The Royals strike out around 22%. So there's some upside there at 7,700. So I I may have a little bit and just hope he has that bounce back. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, To me, he he definitely has that big 20-plus point upside, so that is very good. I see it in tournaments. Part of me also wants to keep running these Kansas City bats out there. Like they're... They're yeah. getting it done. Like Nicky Lopez and Benintendi are cheap to go with the expensive Salvi and Wit, and no one rosters them ever. So it, it's intriguing to me to use them. Flip side, I do like some Seattle bats too. Yeah. So I, I'm with I you on that. There. All right. Recapping things real quick before we head on out on a 15 game slate Friday. Who are your top pitchers on this slate? Top pitchers, huh? Let's let's do it this way. Let's have some fun. So uh, we'll use DraftKings for reference, but FanDuel players can understand what we're saying here. There's three guys over 10K on DraftKings: McClanahan, Cole, and Nola. Who's your one pick if you had to make one? Nola. I'm with you there. 100 with you on that one. Um, in the 9K range, it's Lauer, Miley. Who we didn't even talk about Wade Miley. How did we I didn't. miss that? I think he's interesting actually on this slate. <laughs> he's he's pricey, but I think he's very interesting. Um, so. The same thing as taking all Washington pitchers the last three days. Exactly. And, he's, and <laughs> yeah, and they strike out a ton versus lefties. I'm ah, bad on me for forgetting that. Uh, Gossman, Musgrove, Erod, Miley, Lowers, 9K range on DK. Who would you take out of that? Um, I'd probably go Erod. Yeah. I think Erod's got honestly the highest ceiling in that group. Um, we've seen him go bananas. Like if he just somehow limits the walks, he could put up seven with like two runs and 10 Ks against these guys. Mm-hmm. And that could be electric at like virtually no ownership. So, yeah. Um, but you, you like Musgrove too. I like Miley. So there's, there's some room here if you want to pay down a little bit. So don't hate that. And uh, since I didn't mention, at least I'll come back and say this much on FanDuel, Miley's only 88. I think that's actually a decent value on FanDuel. I think that's not too shabby. Yeah, not bad. And then what cheap pitchers do you want? I don't need to go through the rest of them because most of them stink. Uh, if we put Freed in that last 9K mm-hmm. category, I would take him over everybody else too, by the way. Okay. Good point. Um, I actually think uh, Zach Tom, uh, Thompson is kind of interesting at 7,500. Uh, okay. I think Gilbert's interesting. And... That's about it. Yeah, I think Thompson's always got some big strikeout upside. It's do you mm-hmm. want to go up against the big red machine is the question. Yep. Same with Gilbert. Like they both have similar pedigrees. Um, they're young, so anything can happen. So that's a very intriguing. But yeah, when you get cheaper, it's like you bitch. I can see an argument for it's, it doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy or anything. But um, it, it's tough down here. It's tough in these yeah. streets. So value bats is the way I'll go. What stacks are you looking at on this slate? 
uh, stack wise, uh, obviously Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't mind St. Louis. I like Boston. Those are probably my th- three favorite. Oh, and then Mil- uh, we'll throw Milwaukee in there too. Yeah, I like those ones. Don't mind them at all. My other favorite one would be the White Sox. Big fan of the White Sox going up there against Keegan Thompson. Have some fun with that as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, a Toronto-Detroit game. Quite interesting. Yeah. All right. The point of the evening everyone waits for, or the point of the podcast everyone waits for, the home run calls of the day. And how do you get the home run calls of the day? You follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app. You can follow Linestar MLB too. Recommend following both. And uh, they'll tweet out the home run calls of the day from for to, for tonight's slate. Myself, Tyler, and Roland. Man, it's a, it's a whole new party up in here yeah. for a Friday. Uh, it took me a second to make sure I got the right names out on that one. But uh, myself, Tyler, and Roland will all give our home run calls of the day. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will be paired with each one of us. And if our guy goes deep, you win some free swag. So, Tyler, on Friday, August 27th, who is your home run call of the day? I know you're, I know who you're going with. I only said it like seven times on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't go there. <laughs> you can take it. Joe Joe and I last year, we used to go with the same guy sometimes. If you really like it, go for it. Uh, I'll go Bryce Harper. I like that. That's not a bad one. I'm going Brandon Lau for those that didn't pay attention to the first 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> um, I love Brandon Lau versus righties. I love him by first bad righties. And in Camden Yards, it's a really bad riding in a great ballpark. So give me Brandon Lau. You have Bryce Harper. We'll see who Roland rolls with. Uh, hopefully, we get at least one. I, but I, I'm telling you, by the end of the year, we're getting a three-pack somewhere along the way. So yeah. it's going to be a blast. But uh, any parting words for the listeners, Tyler, as we get ramped up? Uh, about a month and a little, about five weeks of baseball left and a bunch of football to go. I Just that I'm excited for football. You know, I love baseball, but uh, it's time. And then right after that, we have some NBA starting. We have a real busy month of DFS coming up. Yeah, no, it's that time when like you get playoff baseball, you have NBA, NHL, uh, football, college football, yep. uh, MMA. Like it, all, it just starts compiling, and like those weekends, man, don't be married. That's all <laughs> I have to say because it gets it's no fun for anybody involved. But yep. uh, everybody, uh, thanks Tyler for joining me once again on this one. It's, it's always fun chatting with you. Um, everybody can find me on Twitter at BDentric. Make sure to follow Line Star, subscribe, rate, review, download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. So good luck on this Friday, guys. We will catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support Casey Bubba Bogman and the Welsh by rating and subscribing. Good luck. <laughs>